You are listening to LifeGate Podcast. To learn more about LifeGate Church, visit us online at lifegate.org. Today's talk comes from Pastor David O'Gorman. We are looking today at Colossians chapter 3, verse 11. I think a very appropriate verse for the day and the age that we live in. Now, it is relating to Christians, but it has an application uh, as far as the world at large is concerned. So, so let me read it to you, and then we'll begin to look at it. Uh, Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is in all, is all, and in all. And for the church, Christ is in all of us, uh, and he is all. And that creates a bond between us that is greater than any of the differences that are between us. But let me speak to this situation in our world at the moment, uh, just for a moment. We are all different. Do you know that we're made different by design? That our Heavenly Father didn't actually just kind of miss it with some or uh, give more to others. We're, we're made different uh, by design. Uh, he has planned for us to be different. We're, we have different skin color. We have different languages. Uh, we have different cultures. <clears throat> there are different religions out there. Uh, we have food that, different foods that we eat. We have different countries that we were born in. We have different counties that we were born in those countries. We have uh, <clears throat> different cities that we were born in those countries and different families that we were born in. And all of those things represents a difference between us. So we are very different. In fact, uh, one of the, uh, the, the key things that a marriage needs to do when two people come together, even if they are of the same culture, even if they lived on the same street all their lives, even if they went to the same kind of schools and all their education and training was basically the same, when two people come together, they have to bridge the gap. They have to reconcile the differences because in one family home, uh, it's this way. And in another family home, it's this way. And they, they, they need to actually work out, well, what's best in our situation? What's the best way for us to live and for us uh, to do it? And do you know that typically in a marriage, what you'll find is that uh, the best way may not necessarily have been what happened in my home or what happened in your home. Uh, the best may, way may be different. Sometimes it'll be what happened in your home. Sometimes it'll be what happened in my home. But the best way has got to be thought through and worked out. We're different. And we tend in our own hearts to think, well, the way I have always done it is the way. That's just our natural bias. Our natural bias leads to a natural prejudice where we think other people are wrong because they don't do it my way because they don't see it my way. And <clears throat> that's a disaster for us uh, as a race. If we expect everybody to be the same as me, it's never going to work out because they're not going to be the same as me. They're going to be different. There are all these differences. And we need to be able to speak to each other and talk to each other and, and hear what's best from, for different cultures, from different cultures, because each culture has uh, some good things about it. And we need to be able to discuss those, but we tend to be actually bogged down in our own culture and in the way we see things and in the way we see the world. And it's just not so. It is just not so. 
So we need to give space to other people and reckon, you know what, they're different. But here's what happens. What happens is we galvanize ourselves against somebody and then they galvanize themselves against us. And what happens is hatred becomes the rule of the day. And I really believe that in our world today, there is that politics of hatred, I would call it, where if you're different from me, then you're my enemy and it's okay for me to hate you. And, and we're seeing that in many countries around our world today where, where there's that politics of hatred. And the problem with hatred is that hatred only ever begets hatred. Hatred never produces something good. Hatred only ever produces more hatred. For Christians, the law of love is never to be suspended. Jesus proved that to us. He hung on a cross with wicked men who had manipulated the legal system uh, to create a trumped-up charge to find him guilty and then to take him to a Roman governor who could see what they were doing and was unwilling to, uh, to carry out their wishes, but, but really manipulate him into crucifying Jesus. And then they stood at the foot of the cross and they said, See, he's, he is what we said he is, because cursed is he that hangeth on a tree. And, and they won. And you know what Jesus did? He loved. Even for the Roman soldiers that had put him there. Father, forgive them. The, 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 the priests, the, uh, the Pharisees, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They don't know, don't know what they're doing. They don't understand. And Jesus loved in the face of hatred, and he won. Because love always wins over hatred. And so you and I need to look at our world and understand that for us as believers, hatred is always wrong. It doesn't matter who, who it is that we're being expected to hate or, or who it is that we have a natural prejudice against. Hatred is always wrong. We're supposed to love. Now, that's, that's all kind of surrounding this verse. Uh, really, what this verse is, is doing is it's dealing uh, with the church. And here's... Here's what you and I need to understand, that the bond we have inside the church is greater than any difference that we have between us. We're family. We're family, and the, the, the church is to be a place of, of, of all tribes and tongues and for all nations, and it's to be multicultural. The early church was multicultural. Do you know that in the early church they even let Gentile dogs come in? That's you and I, by the way. Uh, anybody who was outside the family of the Jews was a Gentile dog. And not only did they let them in, but they went to bat for them. They fought for their liberties and for who they were. They said, no, no, no. These are accepted. And, and our churches today are supposed to be a haven of acceptance because we have a bond in Jesus Christ that, that, that surpasses all racial and all other bonds. When we come into Christ, when we are saved, we need to understand, no, listen, uh, we are family now. And there needs to be that bond of love between us. Our churches need to be havens of acceptance. Oh, yes, we have to deal with tough stuff from time to time. But that's not the heart of the church. That's not the mission of the church. The, the church is supposed to be a place where, 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 where black, white, yellow, it doesn't matter what color you are. When you come to church, you're home. You're, 
with family. You're among the brethren. That's the way it's supposed to be. But you know what? The church is only as great as its people are. And if we won't give our hearts to loving like that, the church won't be like that. Let's make sure that our churches are places that are havens of acceptance. Jesus said this. He said that the world will know you not by your doctrine, not by your clothing, not even by your lifestyle. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. You see, that command trumps all our differences. And we need, by the power of the Spirit of God, to love one another as Jesus loved us. Have a great day. If you are encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Thanks for listening.